in this place, oh God. Thank you that where two or three are gathered in your name, Lord, you shall be in their midst. That's what you declared in your word, oh Father. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, as we have come here. We did not come to meet one another. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, help us, that, oh God, we do not become too familiar to you. We do not become too familiar to the services, oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, that, oh God, we are here desperate for you. We are here and we say, Father, may the Holy Spirit move, O oh God. May the Holy Spirit revive us, recharge us, and touch us, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But above all, may you alone increase and we decrease, O oh Father. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. But, O oh God, the few that are here tonight, O oh God, we pray that, O oh God, enable us, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, lead us. Mighty God, as David says, when my soul is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than any other. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, even tonight, lead us to the rock, O oh Father. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, that, O oh God, we shall not do things, Almighty God, for the sake of doing it, but, O oh God, we shall do it for the glory of your name. We thank you that, O oh God, even before we purpose in our hearts to be here tonight, O oh God, you were already here. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you that, O oh God, whether it's a holiday or not, you don't take any holiday, you don't take any break, mighty God, in waking our lives, O oh God. We thank you that, O oh God, we have availed ourselves and we have unkept ourselves, we've opened up ourselves, and we say, Father, have your way tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise and we give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for the men in this house. We thank you, Father, for the women in this house, oh Father. We thank you in the name of Jesus Christ that, oh God, do that which you purpose for tonight, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, we bless you and we give you glory and we honor you, Father. For mighty God, you alone are worthy. You alone are worthy to be lifted up, to be exalted. In your name we pray tonight. Amen and amen. Oh, come on, let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Let's give him honor that he deserves tonight. Come on, you can do better than that for Jesus. Can we just give him honor that he deserves tonight? Let's give him honor that he deserves tonight. We bless you. Praise oh God. Thank you that you are here this place. Okay, um, I want to go to go into the word um, uh, for the next minutes that are remaining for for this service. <clears throat> Amen. I want to encourage you guys to to please pray for the conference that is coming in June. It's it's scaring me. Um, I had a gig this weekend and, and the guys had paid me to go to Venda to MC. I cancelled it and I gave them back their money because of this conference. Because I'm not available any weekend until the conference. And the way I'm so scared, I thought to myself, there's no way. Some things have to give in because this conference is it's really scaring me. And I really wanted to pray for it. Hallelujah. On, we, we're going to have our program as a church to specifically to pray for the conference uh, but I want us to start praying for it in our, in our, in our own private prayers Amen Amen um, that the Lord must provide financially the Lord must bring masses the Lord must save souls the Lord must speak a word in these three days Hallelujah we, because you know sometimes I love beautiful things 
and I want I want things to be done in order. But sometimes we we you know we we go overboard in such a way that we want to prove a point. And may God help us, may God decrease us that we don't prove any point uh, to anybody. We don't we don't need to explain ourselves to anyone. Uh, we we might not have the lavish things of this world, but the presence of God must be in this house. That's what that's what I'm praying for above everything else. So I'm just encouraging you, please, please, please pray for 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 this conference. Hallelujah. Um, let's start where we left off um, um, last week. Second um, um, Samuel chapter four, verse four. Second Samuel chapter four, verse four. Amen. Second Samuel chapter four, verse four. Last week we spoke about I've been dropped. Amen. I've been dropped. Shake your neighbor's a neighbor. I've been dropped. Um, and the drop had a lot of effects upon my life. Um, it completely changed who I am, uh, how I think, how I do things, how I perceive myself. But I did not choose to be dropped. Uh, it was an accident that happened. Amen. And, but thank God that accidents happen to those that are on the way. Uh, accidents don't happen at home. Accidents happen to those that are on the on the way. And even upon uh, Mephi Bosheth, an accident happened. According to Second Samuel chapter four, verse number four, can we read together? I think it's there on the screen. Um, can we read together? Let's go one, two. scriptures as we as we go on my watch says it's three minutes past one um, so we'll finish at two o'clock in the morning um, the Bible says that um, um, Jonathan Saul's son and we we explained who Saul was the characteristics of Saul we also explained who Jonathan was hello Jonathan was very attractive. Saul was very attractive to, according to 1 Samuel chapter number 9, verse 1 and 2. A very strong man. Even his father Kish was also uh, recorded in the Bible that he was a strong and powerful man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And uh, we, we find this young man uh, born, and the Bible starts at the age of five. That um, At the age of five, Matthew. Bosheth was carried up by his nurse. Hello? The nurse took him up. And, uh, and uh, uh, when the nurse took him up, 
and fled. And it happened. Somebody say it happened. It happened that, that as she made haste to flee, that he he fell. Amen. He he fell um, and became lame. Hallelujah. He, he was not born lame. He fell and be became lame. Um, I want you to understand that uh, he was taken up. Hello? He was, he was taken up by the nurse. And uh, nurse, if you had not taken me up, I wouldn't have fell. He, he was taken up and many of us always wish to be taken up. We, we always wish for God to lift us up. We always wish for God to elevate us up into another level. But be careful that it is those that are up that are susceptible to falling. Um, the fact that you're falling, you, you does, it's, it, it must tell you that your falling is not a sign of weakness. Um, your falling is not because you chose. Uh, your, 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 your falling is not because of the devil's attacks. But you, you, you are falling because there was a point in your life where I took you up. That is why when, when you are up, uh, please make sure that you even take care of those that are down. Don't, 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 don't use your position of being up to, to abuse those that are down. Don't use your position of being, because I lifted you up. You must know that when you're, the Bible says the name of the Lord has been lifted up. His name has been lifted up above every name. Hello? That in the mentioning of his name, because his name can never be mentioned as, until it is in the position of authority. And, 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 and the nurse thought, Numpa, that she was doing something good to lift him up. If, if she had not lifted it, can I submit to you that it's not the first time that this boy falls. Because every child in their process of learning to walk, they do fall. You are not hearing me. Uh, every every child, when they are trying to walk, it is it, the fall. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process of trying to walk. You cannot be born and you start walking. Oh, shake your neighbor as a neighbor. You cannot be born and start walking. You are not born and you know it all. You are not born and you start speaking in tongues. You are not born and you are Holy Ghost filled. You are not born and you know how to tithe. You are not born and you love God. You you need to you need to be you need to be you need to be enrolled into the into the school called the process of learning to grow. And and, and part of the process of growth is, is, is there is a season of falling. You're not hearing me. And, 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 and the impact of the fall is determined about the height of the liftness. You, 
you must understand that when Mephibosheth was just here and, and, and he fell, he could only just bruise his knee, but he could still keep on walking. Uh, when Mephibosheth was trying to walk, he could fall and probably just bump his head, but he could still walking. There was no impact lasting long because the position that he was in was just an infancy position. Oh, is somebody hearing me? And, 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 and many of us, our prayer and our cry is that, Lord, take me out of infancy. Lord, lift me up into another level of glory. Lift me, lose me into another dimension. Give me another anointing, just like Elisha. And he said to Elijah, I need double portion of your anointing. But Elisha, be very, very careful about the anointing, the double portion of Elijah, because the double portion of Elijah comes with Jezebel. The double portion of Elijah comes with a lot of persecution. Be careful of what you ask for. And then, because Mephi Bosheth was used to falling, but this time around, he was lifted up into another level. <laughs> and, and, and many of us, God lifted us up into another level. And that is why when you fail, the impact of the fall not only was felt by the whole world, but the impact of the fall was left not only on the outside of you, but the impact of the fall did not only affect the feminine, the impact of the fall is dwelling on the inside of you. Not because you chose, because of how high you were. important that when God lifts us hello I wish I had a child I would I would I would I would I would I would, I would, I would show this uh, as an example um, um, Samuel, come because you 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 are a bit short okay yeah come with your come with your baby no let the mother bring the child let the mother bring the child let, let the mother bring the child. No, you, you, you can sit there. It's fine. I want to I wanna show you something. But this one is also very little. This one is very little. Can you put the child at the back? hearing me the moment the mother left her she say the, the position I'm in my only sustenance is to cling on to my mother my only sustenance is to hold on to her if I let go I'm gonna fall and some of you where God is taking you and where God is the position where God is lifting you up to you cannot afford to let go because the times come back, come back. There, 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 there are seasons where she will hold you. You're not hearing me. 
There are seasons where she will hold you, and these are seasons where things are going well. Come, church. These are seasons where things are fine. Just, just face me. Leave her. Leave her. But when she leaves you, it is time where the enemy is attacking. That he must let go of you and he must fight the enemy. Therefore, it is your responsibility when things are breaking apart. It is your responsibility when things are not, finances are not going well, marriage is not going well, church is not going well, school is not going well. It is your responsibility that you never let go. You keep on hold. You keep on hold. You keep fast on the word of God. You keep fast on the Lord God Almighty. You keep fast on the mighty warrior because he cannot hold you and fight at the same time. And many of us are too, we are big babies. But Jesus can't fight anymore for you because every time you want him to hold you, and that is why one thing comes you melt like ice block because you are big but not matured this child how old is he? Wow. one year five months you can see George is fine one year five months but listen listen guys Lord one year, five months. But it's built in her that when mommy lets go, I must go. Nobody told her. She just let go and she held her. The question is, when God is fighting your battles, what are you doing? When God is busy fighting that problem, what are you doing? Pastor, what are you talking about? And that is why. Please, don't blame too much the nurse. Mephibosheth. When she was running, what were you doing? Because it's another thing for Christ to know the season you are in and another thing for you to have the, the revelation of on what time is it in your life. Amen. When it's time to hold on, you are playing around people that in their time, in their season of life, it's summer. And when you know very well you are going through a winter, but because you want to fit in into the summer group, you still wear summer clothes, yet you are in the winter. Because seasons don't come to a group, but they come to an individual. And I'm teaching somebody tonight. And until you stop recognizing other people's seasons, and let their seasons determine your season, 
careful because you fall. Let me give an example. I, I love to study the word. But there are times I'm lazy to study the word. Hello? And my strength. I know how God uses me. I'm different from, from, from Pastor TJ. I'm different from RC. I'm, 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 I'm way different from them. But I know that my strength is when I study the word. I read the verse over. I can take one scripture. I must read it over and over again. I must read it over and over again because I want to discover something behind the scripture. I don't have the Hebrew anointing. I can't explain the Hebrews, but there's something that God gave me. And if I want to compare myself to somebody else and God wants to use me here and I stop holding on to the word. Sorry. She's holding here now. But the child is still saying, Jesus, we are both women, but we are not in the same season. I am in a season where I cannot afford to let go. Even when he's holding me, I still need to hold on. And Mephibosheth, if you don't hold on, you're gonna fall. And when you fall, catch, the impact will be known around Johannesburg. The impact will be flat. It will be known everywhere that you have fallen. And the impact will not come from the fall. The impact comes from your position. Let me say it again because some of you are not hearing me. Because you don't know what position you are in. When I stop praying, complaining prayers to God. Ask God, what position am I in, in you? No, not position in the church. Not position in the pastor. What position do I hold in God? Because your position will determine your attacks. Your position will determine those who love you and those who hate you. Some of the people, they don't hate you because they choose to hate you. They are hating you because of the position you have in God. And it's another thing to have the position, another thing to know that you have the position. Because you can, you can be born of a king, but eat with beggars in the street. And not because your father does not have money, but because you lack the identity, you lack the revelation of who you are. And the problem with the church today is that the church is worshipping, the church we are doing everything right, but we don't know who we are. We don't know who we are. Because God does not lift you up to position because of your age. David was young. That is why Saul, when he was supposed to fight Goliath, Saul says, you are young. How can you fight this man? He has been in battle since his youth. You are just a youth, man. Eliab says, you are just a shepherd boy, man. It's because they lack the revelation of what season it is. He was young with the anointing. He was young with the destiny. He was young, but there was a way that God wanted to lift him up. But his height had to come from the height 
of Goliath. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. The altitude that God wanted to use was the altitude, the heightness of Goliath. That's, that's how David's kingdom had to have an impact. That is why That is why when he fell into, into sin, he could not fall into sin unless he was in his position. Sin does not want you when you are not in position. Sin wants you when you, are, when you feel you are in position. That's where sin is playing around. Right in the position of anointing. That's where sin is. When David was here, he was in the same level. Hello? Same level as his subjects. But he had to be lifted up so that he does not see Bathsheba from the same level. He sees Bathsheba from this position of authority. I'll say it again. Sin will buffet you, will push your ego to lift you up to a position of authority. But can let me tell you something about sin. When it's lifting up to a position of authority, it's not to keep you up. to be taken out of heaven. What was it? If you know your Bible, his wings were full of pipes. As soon as he stretches the wings, what they used for their hands, he just stretches. Melody of worship comes out because he was the leader of worship in heaven. Well, as soon as he lifts up, holy, he comes up. And sinning crushed, he started to be proud. That's why pride comes before the fall. Because if I, my God, I did not plan to teach this tonight, but if I don't lift you up, your fall will not make me famous. That says the devil. I'm going to say it again. If I don't lift you up, your fall will not make me famous. Pastor, how does the devil become famous? Because if you fall here, 
church still continues. If you fall here, you still have control over the fall. Church still continues. But when you're here, bruh, the knees will be broken. The teeth will fall. But and how does this come? Because when he lifts you up, George, he must put you in a pedestal so that you become the center of attraction. Everybody looks at you. Everybody wants to be you. Everybody wishes they had what you have. The day you fall, the day you fall, the devil takes a back seat. Doesn't do anything. He watches. It is the same people that looked up to you that begins to challenge the integrity of the word of God. And say, ha! How can you do this? It is the same people. Because you lack the revelation. My God, my God. When you are lifted up, Jesus, I will draw all men unto unto himself. Hello? Which means when Jesus is lifted up, all men will come to him. When he's lifted up, he draws people. Please. And some of you are lifted up in this church. People are mongering on you. When you tell me this, hey, this, hey, can, it, can you come to my house? Hey, can you be careful? That is the time you must spend more time on your knees. When people are, oh, what a word. Oh, what a revelation. Oh, oh, you know, these days, it's like you're a prophet. Oh, brother, be careful when you touch those keys. You, you know, you, you sang and my body. I can't hold you. Be careful. Amen. When business is going well, increase at work, promotion at work, everybody's loving you. You are ticking the boxes. Marriage is going well. Be careful. Your fall is not about you. Can I remind you something, Mephibosheth? Your father fought against his father, protecting the gospel, protecting the purpose of God. David would never have been king if it was not your father. Now, Mephibosheth, because he could not get your father, and 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 and, and 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 generations of your father was moving from your grandfather to your father. Your father even changed the name of your grandfather. Your grandfather was disobedient to God, but your father became a friend of God, became an agent of God for David to be able to run away from Saul. Your father restored the he, he restored the, the, the integrity of you of, of your family lineage. Your grandfather messed it up, but your father came. That is why Mephibosheth, the devil will always be after you because you were not born ordinary.
ordinary. You were not born out of an ordinary family. You were born lifted up. You were born right there. That's why the devil will always want to stop the lineage, the continuation, the generational blessing that is in your family, the prophetical blessing that is in your family, the skill that is in your family. The devil will always want to stop it. And what is the best way that he must use to stop it? He must make sure that you must be lame. You must be hidden in Lodiba. You must stay in Lodiba. You know what must know about you. No one must talk about you. But can I talk to you, Messi Boshev? The devil may do whatever he wants. Oh, God is about to remember you. God is about to remember you. But when you are up there, don't forget. nobody to people but you've got too much responsibility and it is your responsibility to guard what you have hello now lastly I'm gonna close here let me tell you something about the devil the devil is not Allah the devil does not want to challenge the church Shake your neighbor to neighbor. The devil cares nothing about the church. Because the church is just the body of Christ. Hello? The devil cares nothing about the church. What the devil is after, my dear people, it is the integrity of the gospel. I'm going to say it again. What the devil is after it is what? Oh, come on, let's speak together. What is the devil after? Now, well, if the devil wants to challenge the integrity of the gospel, he can't go after Jezebel. He must go after Samson. He must go after Paul. He must go after Peter. He must go after Moses. The moment God chooses you, you become a number one suspect to the kingdom of darkness. That is why. Please, don't be too quick to speak about somebody's downfall. Yet you don't know the anointing upon their life. Because some of the people, they are falling. And you, you, you happen to know about it. Not because they are the biggest sinners in the world. No, because of how much God had anointed them. If T.D. Jakes was to have a scandal now, many people will turn away from God. You think the devil is after TD Jakes? Hi. Ah, the devil wants to challenge the integrity of the gospel. 
or can I talk to the leaders of this church? If the devil wants to challenge the integrity and the stand for this church, must start here. Must start with the leaders. It, because you never know how many people are following you until the day you give up. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. You never know. I have learned this in my life. Because I've been in the lowest point of my life. When I was at my lowest, people came. And they say, we were looking up to you. But we understand. If there is something that mankind will always understand about you, is your downfall. I'm going to say it again. Because this must get into your head. If there is something that mankind will understand about you, is when you are down. Mankind will never understand anything about your rise. No, they will always have to question your rise. But they will never question your fall. Please go, go and investigate in your life. The moment when you are at your lowest, people call, huh? How's it going? How are you? And they think, and they act like they care. No. They're just looking for the latest news. The breaking news. I am so down today. I am feeling discouraged today. As soon as they hang up the phone. Ah, guys. Who did you think he was? We are also you men. Look at him. I just, I just spoke to him now. Prayers are not there anymore. He says, I am so discouraged. you pour out your hearts to. And, my God, Lord, you can't be a president and pour out your heart to a commoner. I was listening to Cyril Ramaphosa this afternoon when he went to cast his vote into what he was speaking power. Positivity. Hey! If, even if she is feeling fear, EFF is coming. DA is coming. He, he will never expose his weaknesses in the midst of his servants. You must know the servants in your life. And you must know the kings in your life. Even though you are lame, from the servants because the servants celebrate when you're down I know I won't be famous for this one but it is true I kid you not you can't chill with the servants when you have a servant at home you say I don't even have petrol to go Hey, I don't even I can't go to work because this is you are talking to a servant Yet you are a king. That's what the apostle writes in the book, Sons and Daughters. Servants are hired. They come for the salary. When there's no salary, they leave. I want to say to you guys, when God lifts you up, 
you must understand that even the devil celebrates in your lifting up. Because he says, now she's in the right position. We must strategize about his fall. Because the moment, you know, when the devil brings you down, number, he has already seen the tree that is connected. He does not touch Puruso because Puruso's strength is not his strength. Puruso's strength is. Just come with your cell phone, bro. This is the last example, and that's it. I've got a problem, Joe. This iPhone, I was borrowed this iPhone. Because mine, Chabulani, helped himself with it. Number, I, I need to go on Google, but I'm not able to connect. Yeah? I don't have data. What will you do? Hotspot. Yeah, please hotspot me. No, no, please watch it. Hey, my knees. Did you hotspot me? You just did what? I've just opened the hotspot. Okay, but... Okay, okay must go to Bluetooth now. Where? What should I do? Wi-Fi. Okay. I, I don't know these things because I've always depended on my own data. Uh, uh, but I can't find you. Which? Oh, is that you? Okay. My phone is turning. Can I have your password, bro? Because what's the password? Yeah. What's your password? Let's see. Okay. Oh, no, but I don't need a password. Remember that day before my phone was stolen? Yeah. You hotspot me. So my phone remembers your password. So it can still connect you. Everywhere I go, I'm connected, but the connection is not mine. Which means when the devil comes, he can't attack me because the connection is not mine. You're not hearing me, church. When the devil comes, he must attack the hot spot because he knows how many people are connected to the hotspot. And many of you are seated here, you are hotspots for your family. You are hotspots for your company. That's why the devil is after you. He wants to attack the hotspot because he knows that when the hotspot is down, no cell phone, whether an iPhone, whether a Samsung, whether a Huawei, they will never connect because the hotspot is down. The day I connected to Numbers phone, he told me he's got unlimited data. Which means, as long as I leave, I'm always connected to him. I don't need to struggle about buying data. 
when I'm connected to him. I don't need to struggle about getting money for data when I'm connected to him. I don't need to struggle about silver and gold when I'm connected to him. I don't need to struggle about marriage when I'm connected to him. I don't need to struggle about anything when I'm connected to him. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You need to make sure first things must become first. Messy it's not about you. It's about the husband. The devil is after the husband. I still lied. I'm still connected. No matter where I go, even though I go through the village of the shadow of death. You can attack anything you attack. But one thing I will protect with my heart, I will still hold on. I will hold on to my mother. I will hold on onto the grace. I will hold on onto my purpose. I will hold on onto the nest. Why? Listen. What's the name of your cell phone? Why we paid? Mine is an iPhone. Your hot. Listen, your hotspot. You becoming a hotspot has nothing to do with your brand. You becoming a hotspot has nothing to do with how famous you are. You becoming a hotspot. Why iPhone existed before Huawei? Huawei is a Mafika solo, but it is connected. <laughs> you are not hearing me. They can look down upon you and say you are young, but remain young, but yet connected. When David arrived at the battle, he was just a young shepherd boy, but he was a shepherd boy who was connected. You are a hotspot in the midst of that battle. I look like I'm just all over. You'll understand me next week. Because this boy in Mephibosheth, he was the hotspot of the family. Even when he was laying. supposed to be the connected one. The attacks that comes to me are different from the attacks that come to Huawei. Huawei might not speak much because his objective is not to have too much airtime. His objective is to have too much connection. Because having too much airtime does not mean that you've got connection. 
I tell people all the time, I can live without airtime. I'm fine. But without internet, I'm dead. Especially with these new phones, smartphones, when you don't have internet, you, you, you know, just throw that thing away. The smartphone is like your smart spirit. When it does not have a connection, just throw it away. That is why the devil must attack this and your surrounding. But it's not about that. He must, he's, he's going for this thing. Because he knows when this thing has got no connection, nothing will function. You will have all the money in the world, nothing will function. You will open five garages and look at the beautiful cars and choose, should I take Lamborghini or Maserati or whatever, but nothing will function because there's no connection. And that is why he, he redirects our focus to focus on the things here, not on the things there. Colossians 3. Because every time we focus on the things here, we don't get connection. And how many hotspots do we have here? Concentrating on your lameness. They say you can take, you can you can take a man out of the ghetto, but you can never take the ghetto out of the man. That's why we'll start next week. And you're busy talking too much about your lameness, dude. You became lame because you were a hotspot. You were positioned there. So when you fell, things had to break. But the Bible says a righteous man may fall seven times. And seven times he will rise again. It's only those that knows their purpose who will stop focusing on their fall and start pursuing on their rise. You know, God has, give, God has given me a resilient faith. Has given me a stubborn faith that even in the midst of odds, I keep on pushing. When I, when I know that this one, this one is doing this, and God reveals this thing to me, this one is doing this, 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 I, I still love the same person. My flesh says, you know what? My spirit says, don't fight this thing. Chill. Your faith must thrive in the midst of these things. God will say, if you speak, when will I speak? I need you to be a hotspot because a hotspot is a point of reference. I know we have to close, but guys, if you have ever been on a cruise, if you see boats traveling in the sea, in, in the Indian Ocean, wherever, there are these small houses called lighthouses. Have you seen them? They're very small, but they're very tall. And those lighthouses, they've got a light at the top there. And it's always blinking, blinking. It's always blinking. See the red or whatever? It's always blinking. Those lighthouses become coordinates for the boats to know that if we are going south, that's where we need to turn. Hello? 
That is why the cabin for all the boats is not at the bottom, it's at the top, so that they can be able to pick up all the lighthouses. Hello? And the moment they don't see a lighthouse and the sea level is risen above the lighthouse, you must know that there's danger. But no matter how much this, the, the storms begin to beat, the lighthouse has been fortified down to the bottom of the ocean in such a way that when the sea is beating and it's rising, the lighthouse never moves. It doesn't run away from the storms. It stays there because it's a point of reference. If it disappears, many boats, many lives will be lost. And it's like a hotspot. You, well, you're a hotspot, you're a lighthouse. And, and that's why your prayers, you keep asking God, why? Why? And God is saying, don't you know that I've exalted your name? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we, we, we thank you for grace to teach your word. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus for wisdom to articulate your word. But I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, oh God, some of us, you've elevated us. Some of us, we are in the process of elevation. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that, oh God, may you strengthen us in the midst of that process, oh God. That, oh God, we understand that the higher we go, mighty God, the bigger the crash is going to be. Help us, oh Father, oh God, even when we are at the peak of our lives, at the peak of our ministry, at the peak, almighty God, of our career, Lord, we keep on hold on to you. We never let go of the basics. We never let go of our prayer lives. We never let go, almighty God, of our service to you. We never let go of that which kept us close to you. I pray in the name of Jesus. Some of us are going through mountains. Some of us are going through discouragement because we are somewhere, somewhere along the way. We have let go, almighty God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, that, oh God, you shall raise men and women that will get matured, that will grow up and stop feeding on the milk, but feed on the solid foods. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, men and women that will realize that when Jesus lets go of me, it's not that he does not love me, it's not that he wants me dead, but he wants me to hold on. That, oh God, in the midst of the storm, we keep on hold unto you, oh Father. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, help the young people of this church, almighty God, to keep on hold, almighty God, when everything is breaking apart because we know that oh God we have been risen up mighty God as the hot spots amongst our friends amongst our families amongst our marriages mighty God we have been risen up mighty God as the connectors almighty God if we give up no one will connect if we give up no one will have the courage to go forth I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that oh God keep us in our knees keep us on prayer keep us almighty God connected to you almighty God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I pray oh Father even when storms begin to rise even when seas, oceans begin to beat. But oh God, we know that we are rooted. We are like a tree that is planted by the river waters. Mighty God, that will not wither, but will bear fruit in season and out of season. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ. May it be so, Father, that oh God, in the name of Jesus, when my brother falls, I don't celebrate his fall, but oh God, I'm there to help him up. I'm there to help him rise up again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, give us that grace upon the church, oh God, in Jesus' mighty and precious name we pray and let the church shout and say amen oh come on shout and say amen come on let's give God a hand of praise together oh 
come on if you know the word was powerful can you just give God some praise hallelujah 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 there's a, there's a song, I don't know whether it's Whitney Houston that sings the song. It says, Lord, 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 lift us up where we belong. I don't know who sings the song. Who? Bibi and Sissy. Thank you. See, I'm not so in touch with these things. Hallelujah. So, when Matthew Boshas, when you fall, Please check where you fell from and don't give up on the thirst to go back where you were. Hallelujah. We'll teach more of this next week. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. If I were you, I wouldn't miss next week. Hallelujah. Rise above the storms. Rise above the challenges and become a lighthouse of the family. Hallelujah.